Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, yeah, subscribe. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to I Tell My Husband the News. I'm Shannon Ray Green, a journalist at USA Today. Each week, I catch my husband up on all the stories he may have missed. He doesn't really like to read or watch the news, so I'm pretty much his sole news source. It's a big responsibility. My husband, Dusty Terrell, is a local comedian in the Washington, D.C. area. Thanks for being here, Dusty. Thanks for having me, Shannon. Hey. Hey, how are you doing? Good. How was your weekend? Uh, excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nothing too exciting, just tried to stay warm. But you did get to play some board games. Yeah, but I try to do that all the time. <laughs> that so. is true. But I feel like you should, you know, cherish it. I do. Good. Great. <laughs> yeah, I love a weekend at home. It's it lovely. It was a nice, relaxing weekend without any sort of Christmas or New Year's Eve preparation. Zero stress. We didn't get any reviews. Please, please, please take time out of your busy schedules to write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or however you listen. It it helps a lot. We really appreciate it. Plus, it makes us feel real good. Uh, you can also always reach out to us directly on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Dusty Terrell. And I'm at Shannon Ray Green. We got a tweet from Crazy Penguins 9000. Thanks, Crazy Penguins 9000, for <laughs> listening to our podcast. Uh, and you can also email us at I Tell My Husband the News at usatoday.com. An alleged kidnapper followed a woman into a karate studio. It didn't go well. This was written by my colleague Ryan W. Miller. He writes, A man in North Carolina allegedly attempted to kidnap a woman, but she led him somewhere he couldn't find his way out of, a karate studio. Local media in Charlotte reported that August Williams was arrested after an instructor at Bushikin Karate, Charlotte Dojo, fended him off when he followed the woman into the school. WSOC-TV reported that police said Williams tried to force the woman into his car, but she made it into the studio. Williams was charged with attempted kidnapping, assault, and other offenses related to the incident last Thursday. That's according to WBTV. He allegedly had an altercation with police officers who arrived at the scene and was later taken to the hospital for his injuries. Per WSOC-TV, J.D. Thomas, who is the police captain, said, It's a great thing that the people in there were able to help defend her. Extremely lucky that it was a karate studio. And usually you don't see a suspect act like this. Head instructor Randall Ephraim told CNN that he was cleaning with a few child and adult students still in the dojo when the woman came in. Soon after the man entered, Ephraim told the network, He said, quote, I asked how I could assist him, and he stated that he was there for the lady. She insisted that she did not know him and tried to kidnap her, unquote. Williams wouldn't leave at Ephraim's request and soon got physical, the karate teacher told CNN. 
He said, quote, I then went into action defending myself and got him out of the dojo. Once outside, he attempted to attack again and was dealt with accordingly, unquote. And then all the kids in their yellow belts came out and started kicking him. Smart on the woman's uh, part, running in there. Better than next door, which was the uh, the elderly home. Oh. Not been as successful. And who knows? People in a nursing home, they might have some moves. Mm. Sometimes you're surprised to find out that they are very in shape. Mr. Miyagi's in the nursing home Sometimes. next door to the karate shop. <laughs> I mean, if I were a kidnapper, which I am not... I would definitely try to kidnap people outside of pillow factories and stuff, just in case. (laughs) That's ridiculous. (laughs) Not to give any kidnappers any ideas or anything. (laughs) British Army recruiting campaign targeting binge gamers and phone zombies. This was written by my colleague Brett Molina. He hosts a podcast called Mothership, all about geeky TV, movies, and video games. You can check it out on Apple Podcast. He writes, Are you a binge gamer or a phone zombie who is a UK citizen? The British Army wants you. The military unit launched a new ad campaign last Thursday targeting young people, opening its arms to me, me, me millennials and snowflakes through a series of posters and videos. One of the ads titled Your Army Needs You and Your Stamina features a young man playing a video game for hours at a time. A narrator says, Stamina, don't underestimate it. The posters published by multiple outlets features various stereotypes and pinpoint specific traits useful to the military. For example, the army notes how they need phone zombies for their focus or snowflakes for their compassion. The posters are based on the Your Country Needs You campaign from World War One. That's according to reporting done by The Guardian. British Army Major General Paul Nansen said in a statement to The Guardian, quote, the Army sees people differently and we are proud to look beyond the stereotypes and spot the potential in young people from compassion to self-belief. So what's the Army going to do with all those nerds and Instagram models? (laughs) They say that they're taking stereotypes and then using it as an opportunity to spot potential, according to that statement from the Army. Well, I'm ready to enlist, Shannon. I've been uh, playing video games my whole life. I think I could do some good for that uh, the UK Army there. Do you have something to tell me about your citizenship? Oh, that's too bad. I guess I won't then. Uh, (laughs) This is a good opportunity for you to seem like you're courageous but not actually have to follow through okay i see i see i see in in the uh in the army though do you have infinite lives like you do on video games because uh (laughs) oh man i i die quite often in the video games try try and try again i always say Got stinky shoes? Here's what to do. Definitely. (laughs) This was written by my colleague Kate McCarthy for Reviewed, which is part of the U.S. Today Network. She writes, Listen, I'll be the first to admit it. I have an issue. My shoes reek. They range in odors from slightly off-putting to, oh my God, did something die in there? I like to think that these stenches stem from the fact that I'm an avid runner, but I've been notorious since childhood for always having the smelliest sneakers around. Oh, it's that Kate McCarthy. Oh, yeah. Stinky Kate McCarthy. That's what you used to call her. (laughs) 
Why are some of us blessed with the curse of stinky feet? The world may never know. However, fortunately for us, there are some simple at-home solutions that will leave your shoes and roommates thanking you profusely. I gave some of these at-home remedies a try myself, and the results were surprisingly positive. So smell prevention. It's inevitable your shoes will lose that fresh-out-of-the-box smell after repeated wears. However, there are ways to make your shoes stay fresher longer and prevent awful odors from making permanent homes in your soles. Wear socks. If you have athletic shoes and you aren't wearing socks with them, first of all, you're a monster. (laughs) (laughs) Second of all, they're going to get really smelly really fast. Socks act as a nice barricade between your stinky feet and the inside of your shoe. If you're prone to wearing shoes like ballet, flats, you can still buy specially made socks that won't be visible while wearing your stylish footwear. I wear flats without socks all the time. Well, you're a monster. (laughs) I think my flip-flops usually smell the worst because you can't wear socks with flip-flops. Yeah. Oh gosh, those smell so bad. Honey. Try not to wear them out in the rain. We live on planet Earth, so rain is inevitable. However, whenever the opportunity arises, reach for rain boots. Definitely not Ugg boots instead of getting your everyday shoes soaked. If your shoes get wet, stuff them with newspaper. Personally, I use this trick whenever I go for a run in the rain. It always leaves my sneakers dry and wearable the next day. It's one of the oldest tricks in the book. Newspaper sucks up moisture and dries out your shoes shockingly quick. That's a good tip. I recommend a nice USA Today newspaper (gasps) to put in there. Okay, yeah, subscribe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Leave them outside. Sunlight acts as a subtle yet natural disinfectant. Plus, a good gust of fresh air won't do your shoes any harm. I never leave my shoes outside. What if it rains? Defeats the whole purpose. And here in Virginia, I feel like it's raining nonstop. Plus, you gotta be afraid of porch thieves stealing your stinky sneakers. Don't wear your shoes multiple days in a row. If you happen to have multiple pairs of shoes, make sure to rotate them throughout the week. This way, one pair won't get the brunt of your sweaty feet. This is especially important for athletic shoes. What am I? The richest man on the earth over here? (laughs) I got one pair of shoes. That's what I wear. So Kate continues, humble brag, I'm a marathon runner. Not so humble brag. This basically ensures that my feet have an offensive stench to them at all times. I took four pairs of my smelliest athletic shoes and put them to the test when it came to homemade remedies. In all four of the tests, I began the deodorizing process at 10 p.m. and then came back to give the shoes a sniff at 7 a.m. Baby powder. In one pair of shoes, I liberally sprinkled baby powder into the soles, shaking it down to the entire shoe so it reached the toe. The toughest part about this method was shaking the powder out the following morning. After a long sniff, the shoes actually didn't smell half bad, with the powder mainly being the prevailing scent. However, this was the messiest of the at-home remedies, and the powder left white streaks all over my black Nikes. Next time, it would be easier to use a handheld vacuum to remove the baby powder. Baking soda. She said that she preferred the baking soda to the baby powder methodology. I've done this one before. Works pretty good. Why don't you use it more often then? Honey. (laughs) I put the same amount of powder in each shoe, but the baking soda was significantly easier to shake out the next day and didn't stick all over the inside of my shoe. Also, it didn't leave a specific scent. It just dulled the odor of sweat that had been simmering in my sneakers for many, many months. Did it completely eliminate the odor? No, but it was drastically improved after only one night. 
Essential oils. I was skeptical of this method at first, mainly because essential oils seem to be the answer to everything on the internet these days. This was also the easiest method by far, so it seemed too good to be true. All I had to do was put two small drops of peppermint essential oil inside each sneaker and then go to bed. The next morning, all I could smell was mint with a tiny, tiny lingering aroma of feet. Not too bad for just two tiny drops. I hope no one's eating while listening to this episode. (laughs) Sorry, folks. (laughs) Lastly, the freezer. I was most excited to see if this method would actually work. I've been obsessed with the idea of putting non-food items in the freezer since I had heard about people who don't wash their jeans and put them in the freezer instead. For this method, all you need is a plastic bag, paper bag, or pillowcase to place your shoes inside, and some extra room next to your frozen waffles. I placed my grungiest, smelliest running shoes inside a trash bag, whispered good luck, and shut the freezer door on them overnight. The next morning, I stuck my entire face inside the shoe, and yep, it had worked. With an odor that used to be apparent from down the hall, I now had to stick my entire nose inside the shoes just to catch a subtle, sweaty smell. If that isn't a modern-day miracle, I don't know what is. I wonder if she let them thaw out fully, though. Like, maybe the sweat was just hiding (laughs) in some crystals, and then... We should ask stinky Kate McCarthy about that one. You've gotten them rid of the smell, now it's time for upkeep. This should go without saying, but keep your feet clean. When you're in the shower, actually focus on washing them instead of just letting them chill in the remnants of the soap that runs down your leg. Your feet have over 250,000 sweat glands, so it's easier for them to get stinky really quickly. Just like brushing your teeth before bed or shutting off the lights before you leave the house, make deodorizing your shoes part of your daily routine. Leave a small bottle of baby powder or essential oil near the entryway to your home. Once you get in from a long day and kick off your shoes, give a gentle spritz of your remedy of choice and spend the evening satisfied that you'll start the next day literally on a fresh foot. I just use uh, inserts. They provide double service. They provide some cushion for my feet and, uh, and they remove almost all odor. Oh, that's great. Yeah, works fine. An insert. I usually just buy one pair when I get my new pair of shoes, and it lasts the lifetime of the shoe. I don't think they're that stinky. But again, none of these things work all that well for flip-flops. I guess I could try some peppermint oil. certainly couldn't hurt. It would be appreciated (laughs) by your roommate. (laughs) By roommate, do you mean wife? Yes. You know, I think we just sort of glossed over with that whole stinky feet story and and lived in some sort of pretend world where your shoes don't smell bad. I really liked that world we were living in mm. earlier. It was comfortable for me and for you. <laughs> and last today, we've got the lightning fast headline roundup. Does Dusty care about these stories in the slightest? Here we go. Medical rarity. Two patients get back-to-back triple organ transplants. Do they just switch with each other? They're just like, I'll take your heart, (laughs) take my liver. (laughs) Mom says 50 bunch of balls tangled in her kid's hair, and it took 12 hours and two adults to get them out. I don't know what a bunch of ball is, but you should keep your kids away from them. The maker of the toy actually has a video explaining how to get them out of your hair. You just put a bunch of gum in there with it? (laughs) No. That's bad advice. They said to use like vegetable oil or conditioner or something to try to, and they had to use oil for 12 hours to get them out of the girl's hair. But at least she didn't have to cut any of it. That's nice. Shave it off. It grows (laughs) back. 
the best city to live in in every state. What is the best city to live in in Virginia? I'm telling you right now, if it's not Reston, I'm going to be very upset. It's Waynesboro. What? No way. (laughs) No Waynesboro. That's what I say. (laughs) What Apple needs to do to bounce back in 2019. Make a cheaper iPhone. Dusty Terrell's advice for you, Apple. Take it or leave it. I'll keep buying them as long as you make them affordable. (laughs) Aladdin is a whole new world for Naomi Scott. I'm excited about live action Aladdin. Me too. I'm really, I can't wait to see it. It's obviously the best Disney movie. Should have been the first one they made into live action. I loved Aladdin as a kid. Oh my gosh. I still love it. Yeah, it's great. It's a great movie. Crazy Rich Asians and Black Panther earned PGA nominations. The Golf League? No. Why are they nominating movies now? <laughs> There's no golf in either of those movies. It's the Producers Guild Awards. Uh, F-U-C-T. Supreme Court to rule on vulgar trademarks. I think you should be able to trademark whatever you want, but, but vulgarity is for everyone to use. <laughs> How to read Android phones text on Mac... Or PC. You don't need text to be on your PC. Just read it on your phone. <laughs> That'll move forward. I have Siri on my computer now. So I can just tell my computer to go to sleep and it just immediately goes to a black screen. You know what I do to tell my computer to go to sleep? What do you do? I just push a button. It's not hard pushing buttons. It's just kind of fun. Whatever. Don't you have to push a button to activate Siri to tell her to go to sleep? So now you're pushing a button and then saying something where I just push a button and then it's asleep. I like voice controlled operating systems. Unnecessary. I love it. It's the way of the future for podcasts, too. Speaking of which, you can listen to this podcast on Google Home or Amazon Echo. Just ask it. (laughs) Dusty maybe is not that into asking for it. But I am. And he is into other people asking for his podcast. That's That's for sure. (laughs) Next week on I Tell My Husband the News. Well, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. That's why it's called the news. (laughs) I Tell My Husband the News is part of the USA Today podcast network. New episodes come out every Monday. If you want to check out other podcasts from all across the USA Today network, just go to podcast.usatoday.com. Or find them wherever you listen to podcasts, like Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.